This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, good Sister Lisa. Good Happy morning. Thursday. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. You too. You too. Thank Has anyone you. else? You're so welcome. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good. This is Kind Kim. Good. Who was that? I couldn't hear you. Kind Kim. Well, good morning to you, Kind Kim. Good morning, bless you. Bless you, too. And I heard someone else? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good to hear your voice. Thank you, Susie. Happy Happy Thursday. Thanks. Happy Thursday to you, too. You are so welcome. Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. You have a great, wonderful, and blessed day. Thank you. You're so welcome. Does anyone else join the call? Pardon me? I just say you too. Oh, thank you. Has anyone else Good joined morning. the call? Good, Good morning. Happy Thursday. This is Marcella. Good morning, Marcella. A wonderful and blessed day. And I heard you too, Sister Yvonne. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, he does. God is good all the time, and he has our best. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. This is Rhonda. Good morning, Rhonda. How are you? Good. Thank you. God bless you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Miss Carla. Good morning, Carla. Good morning. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Morning, Susie. This is Charlene, the finisher. How was your procedure yesterday? It went pretty, uh, pretty well. It's a little sore today, but you know, it's 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 worth the soreness to get better. You know, so I'm doing well. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Have a great day. You too. God bless you. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Happy, thankful Thursday. This is Restorated. God be the glory. Your procedure went well. Don't do it. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. A little sore, but I'm doing good. <laughs> Anyone else like to say good morning?
morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else join the call? beautiful day that the Lord has allowed us to see. Can anyone else join the call? Good morning, this is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, how you doing? I'm doing a lot better, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. <laughs> anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else joining the call who would like to say good morning? Okay, well, it is time to get started with the call. But before we do move forward, we ask that you please place your phones on mute so that we can proceed. And hello again. My name is Susie, and I am your host. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend for so that they can be blessed, too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during September, where our new monthly theme is entitled Push, as in Push Onward. Push harder, extra push, pushing or pressing through, or even pushed as in into purpose. We have two announcements today. First ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, and that's hosted by Miss Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, and that's why Peter says it all. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. Second, please remember that there will, there will be no more Saturday prayer call on Declare Victory. Prayer calls will resume Monday through Friday, only at the same time and place. We want to give this day back to the caller so that they can spend time with their families and respective churches. The order of the call this morning is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we'll be go, we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. And I repeat that the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Juliet. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed. 
to come off new. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Juliet. God bless you. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup. I lift it up, please make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting. In my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, I lift it up, please make me whole. Fill my cup, I lift it up, please make me whole, give me a clean heart, so I may
but we're empty vessels, Lord. Asking you to fill us up, Father God. Lord, and as you're filling us up, Lord, we're asking, Lord, that we begin to allow you to help us, Father God, to just empty. Empty our souls before you, God. Empty our hearts before you, God. Allow your presence to be known within and without. God, we need you, God. We need you, Lord. We need your strength. In our weakest state, Lord, some of us just showing up. That's all we know what to do. But even in that, Lord, you're faithful. Even in that, Father, you're so faithful. Lord, there's some areas of anger that we're dealing with. Issues of pain, Lord, of our past, Lord. Lord, we need to release. We need to release it. And, Lord, I'm asking that you help us to remember about the power of forgiveness, Lord. And really, that's what love is about, forgiveness. Because you did nothing wrong, nothing wrong, and yet because you loved us, you got on that cross, and you just laid there. And the last words you said were, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. But we need that forgiving power. We need that forgiving power in our hour of need. Some of us have been abused in more ways than one. Mentally, emotionally, physically. And it hurts. But we thank you, Lord, you're the burden bearer. Tell us we just cast our cares upon you because you care for us, Father God. Lord, your love covers a multitude of faults, Lord. And you bring us through. Lord, I'm asking that you be with those that have lost loved ones. Father God, I'm asking that you give them comfort at this time. Comfort. You may not understand what's going on, but you know what's best, and we have to trust that, that you know what's best. Lord, I'm asking in a special way that you just clean us up. Clean us up, God. And then blow in us, Father God, that desire, the tenacity, the strength, the fortitude to push, to pray until something happens. But not just twiddle our thumbs, Lord, but move. Move. Move, God. Lord, I'm just thanking you and I'm praising you, Lord, for, for life today, Father God. 
for opportunity, Lord. You woke us up once again, Father God. And we all have assignments. We all have a mission. We're ambassadors. We're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We have a call. We have work to do. So it's delightful. It's a delight to be able to be a part of this this precious time, Lord, when you're soon to come, Lord, to make that clarion call in this hour of despair. You've chosen us, Lord. That's special. So help us to get out of ourselves, Lord, and just allow you to do the work that needs to be done within us so we can go out there and, and plow the field. For the harvest is right, but the labors are few. But not us on declare victory, Lord. We're ready. We're willing. We just need, Lord, that the excess trash to be removed. So, Father, as I'm coming for you, I'm asking my brothers and sisters to press in with me. Press in with me, people. Press in. Pour your heart out to God. Pour your heart out. Confess your faults before him. He already knows. He just needs to hear. When you're speaking, what you're saying is, I trust you, Lord. So take your phones off mute and enter in with our dear Heavenly Father. Hallelujah, Thank Lord you Jesus. so much for all that you do. Thank you, Almighty God. Bless your name, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you decide to stretch the hand from heaven Thank you. 
allowing his ears to be blessed. The Lord loves to hear from us when we call on him, when we cry out to him. When you talk, when you open up your voice towards heaven, he stops and he listens. He loved us so much. God bless you all. On this Thursday morning, I am your sister, Sister Angela D. Holmes. We will be going together in this declaration, and we are furthering the word of push and the instructions that come with push. And um, we will, um, we're going to, it's not going to be long, but it is going to be direct, sweet, and um it is going to give you some uh, food for thought and hopefully you can um, take some of these steps and really take a look at our lives and uh, walk forward as God really is pushing you along. Not only are we learning about push this month, he is pushing us. He is pushing us. So it's not something that we have to wait for. We are in it. So, amen. So, if everyone could um, just check your phone, triple check your phone, that you are on mute, and we will go um, before the Lord. Father, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for keeping us, Father. Lord, I give you honor and praise, hallelujah, that you chose me to come before your people. God, I ask you for accuracy, God. I ask you um, to speak through me and allow your word to fall on good ground, allow the word to uproot things that are that need to be uprooted. It's a plant where it needs to plant so that fruit can come forth. Father, I give you all the honor, all the glory. In Jesus' most precious and holy name, I pray. Amen and amen. So push, push, push. What pushes you forward? I'm going to ask ourselves that question just in our lives, even thinking about our, our lives, just the natural life. We know it's first natural and then spiritual. So what pushes you forward? What motivates you? What, what makes you get up and go? What makes you think about something and you move forward in it without um, a second thought? What is pushing behind you? What wind comes and gets you going throughout your day? If you have to make a decision in something, if you have to um, correct something, if you have to help someone in some type of way, you yourself, ask yourself, what pushes you forward? Because what pushes you forward, what the Lord does, and we know this, and I'll repeat it so that those that don't know it have an understanding. God operates with you in familiar places, not familiar places that are ungodly, but what's familiar to you. So what pushes you forward? I would look for the ways that you know that you're naturally pushed forward to see God move in that area, in that way, um, with you being pushed forward in the things of God. Um, as for me, me growing up in Daly City, 
um, my dreams, some of my most significant dreams when the Lord needed to get my understanding included fog in the dreams. Fog is familiar to me. I know how to operate in fog. I know how to maneuver in fog. I can walk in fog. Can't see in fog, but I can hear in fog. <laughs> Grew up learning how to maneuver in fog, how to look for headlights, how to listen. I'd run. I know the bus. I couldn't see the bus coming, but I could hear it. So I would just leave the house. Okay, the bus is like half a block away. I could run to the bus to the um, bus stop and catch the bus. So he that is the way that he works with us. Not the only way, but one of the very significant ways. So what happens when you don't have strength to push through? And in my studying, I love. I wanted to use this scripture, Second Kings nineteen and three, and um, I, I wanted to use this just to give us a visual and to give us an understanding of the importance of strength and the importance to be able to push through. Okay, and we're talking about pushing through. So. Second Kings 19 and 3 says, this is what Hezekiah says. Okay, so we know the children of Israel was, um, no, they weren't children of Israel, but they were in turmoil and they were in some stuff that wasn't um, great. They were in a weak spot. And he said, this is what Hezekiah says. This is a day of distress, insult, and humiliation. So listen to the wording and listen to what, um, these words can carry. So when we're reading the word of God, we have to listen to the Holy Spirit for each word that's written. Because when we run through scriptures without allowing him to speak to us, we miss it. So listen to the words. This is a day of distress. What, call, what do you feel when you're in distress? How do you feel? Do you feel like pushing through? Do you have strength? Insult. How do you feel when you're insulted? Spirit weighs on you. How do you react or do you not? Do you respond? Do you not go forward? And humiliation. How do you feel when you're humiliated? What spirits come when you are distressed, insults, humiliation? Those three words there carry a type of weight that will allow you to be let's say, stagnant, held back. It would make you want to go lay down, sit down, a form of depression, a form of drawing back, um, um, fight or flight. It can cause you to, to fight. It can cause you to go totally on the other side. It can cause you, the word of God says, um, be angry and sin not. It can cause you to totally sin, right? Distress, insult, humiliation. As when, now listen, listen, as when a baby is ready to leave the birth canal. So what's needed when a baby is ready to leave the birth canal? Mother has what? She's got to have strength. This says, but the mother lacks the strength to push it. And I read this in the NET version. The mother lacks strength to push it. So imagine yourself in a situation, let's just say it's something you need to do, you need to accomplish, and you're, you're ready. You, you, you got up that morning, whatever, you had your 
Nescafe shots and all of that. So you're good to go. Then all of a sudden you're hit with distress and insults and humiliation. Now what you were determined to do, the strength that you had now has somewhat has been depleted. When a baby is ready to leave the birth canal, there's a great, 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 great. <laughs> You've got to have strength to push it through. Do you have strength to push your baby through? It doesn't have to just be a spiritual baby. It can be a natural baby in some of the situation, circumstances, things to do why you're doing it, who you are, where you need to be, where you need to go spiritually, what you're called to every single one of us have a purpose. We were put here on purpose. There is no happenstance. What strength do you need to push through in the purpose? Well, and you know what? Maybe I don't know all of my purpose, but you know what the word of God says is go into all the earth and make disciples. There you go. Start with that purpose. Um, and what needs to be cleared? What way needs to be made for us to have this strength to push through? What pushes you forward? What happens when you don't have strength to push through? So with that being said, we are going to talk about some things that can keep us in the area of this distress, insult, humiliation, those three words in itself carry so much and can go into so many ways. So allow yourself to think. Allow the Holy Spirit right now to um, bring to your remembrance or to expose something that he may have been working with you on for some time now. So here are some things that can hinder us in this push through. Here are some things that can block us, stall us. It can deplete our strength of pushing and being pushed. So here's a few things. So number one, we'll start with number one, um, repentance. A lack of repentance. Repentance, it can cause you to not be in a position to be pushed can cause you to be in a position to um, miss the wind of God, comes to push. So repentance, true repentance, not a, a, a what we say to each other, and I'm gonna go to a scripture on this and I wanna explain um, this terminology. So not what we say to each other and we know that we can say, even when our, our, if we have children, nieces, nephews, those that we mentor, those that we foster, whosoever, those that we teach, we know when we have uh, our young ones that come together, they do something to each other and they, you know, you're like, you know, most of the time we say, say sorry. And we say the word sorry, which is sorrowful leads to repentance. So. Stopping at sorry, I'm sorry. And that's, that's what some kids say, I'm sorry. They're looking down at the ground, they're still mad. And sometimes they may even be kicking each other under the table and doing stuff, I'm sorry. Just I'm sorry. That, that's not a repentant heart. 
You're like, and you just be like, no, say it again, say it right, say it right. You're trying to get that repentance out of them. They don't want to. Then, you know, you go on, maybe they they, they you know, into the room. You know what we do as parents. We, we do our best. We do what we, we know to do. We're trying to get our children to to uh, turn. But the Lord has given us instructions, clear instructions. He doesn't have to work through anything like we do to get our children to turn. He gave us instructions about repentance, a total change of mind. Let's go to Second uh, Corinthians 7. Uh, 10 through um, 11. 2 Corinthians 7, 10 through 11. Very familiar um, passage of scripture, but we um, want to read it. And again, we want to listen to the uh, to the words. Um, I am going to read it in two versions. I am first going to read it in the King James Version, and then I will read it in the Passion Translation and maybe even the Message. Uh, 2 Corinthians 7 and 10, for godly sorrow, godly sorrow, for godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. And this salvation here is not just talking about, Lord, I accept you as Savior. Salvation is being saved from something, from what? For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, not to be repented of. For, I'm, I'm sorry, let me start that over. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this same self thing that ye sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought you. So when we are repentant of it, when we are repenting because we are godly sorrow, it brings carefulness. Yea, what clearing of yourselves. You go make that thing right. You make a clearing. You go clean up your collateral damage. Yea, what indignation. Now you got beef with the devil. Now you're angry. It is a righteous indignation, a righteous anger like, mm, yeah, you won't get me again. That is that indignation against the devil. Yay, what fear. So now you're very, you're, 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 it's not a fear that you're shrinking and hiding in the corner. You're like, I cannot do this against God again. It is a godly, righteous fear. Yay, what vehement desire. You are heated. Vehement desire. I, I love it because God used vehement desire and in indignation. That's coals of fire, lighter fluid, and more and more and more. Yea, what zeal. Now, you know what? I'm going to go and correct this real, real good, and I'm going to help some others correct in this area too. So now I got great zeal about, yay, what revenge, because now I'm like, Lord, show me justice for me in this situation. The devil had me here. I fell for it. I did it. Now, Lord, look how good God is. He will bring revenge. He will bring um, a blessing to us. What revenge? Now I am going to revenge this. In all things, ye have approved yourself to be clear in this matter. That right there is true godly repentance. Now, let me go over to the Passion 
um, translation, seven Corinthians seven and um, through eleven. God designed us to feel remorse over sin in order to produce repentance that leads to victory. So if our repentance does not lead to victory, victory there there isn't victory when you repeat it because. You don't repeat something that you repented of. There is no victory when you repeat it because you do not repent, repeat something you repented of. True repentance is a total change. And if you practice true repentance, you will see that wind push you and thrust you forward. It's a push in your back. Okay. So God designed us to feel remorse over sin in order to produce repentance that leads to victory. This leaves us with this leaves us with no regrets. No regrets. That right there, man, I'm telling you, that right there is like super, super, <laughs> super powerful. Do you hear this? How many of us um have toiled with regrets? some things that we did we went and we to us we repented we went before the lord i repent of this i return i turn of this however we had some regrets the word right here says true repentance that leads to victory this leaves us with no regrets do we hear that do we hear that? I don't care what we conjure up in our mind. I don't care what we think about. I don't care what we say about, oh, I'm nothing but flesh. You know, uh, I'm working on it. We got to work through this. This right here says, this leaves us with no regrets. Do you know people commit suicide because of regrets? People are alcoholics because of regrets, drug addicts because of regrets. People go into psychosis because of regrets. But when we truly repent from something, God says, you won't even have no regrets about it. Ooh. <laughs> and I hope this is blessing you like this is blessing me. But the sorrow of the world's work is death. Look at that. Yes, I just explained that. The sorrow of the world works death. What comes from death? Suffering of regret. What I could have, should have, would have, didn't. What I didn't do. I regret that I wasn't this, didn't do this. I regret that I wasn't here, wasn't involved in this, wasn't a part of it. The sorrow of the world works death. Can't you see the good fruit that comes, that has to come as God intended because of your remorse over sin? Look at that. Look at that. You want a good push? Right here, number 11. Can't you see the good fruit that has to come? This says has to come. When you truly repent, it has to come. It's inherent. It's built into it. As God intended, because of your remorse over sin, now you are eager to do what is right. Look at the indignation you experienced over what happened and now how alarmed you became. What holy longing it awakened 
what passion for God and how ready you were to bring justice to the offender. Do you hear that? This is a place, this is a place. Bring justice to the offender, not the offended. Your response has proved that you are free of blame in this matter. My God, my God, my God. Do we hear God? Do we hear God? Do we hear God? Wow. So even in that scripture, number one, a lack, what, what would hinder us from being pushed forward? What would hinder our push? A lack of repentance. So the opposite of that is what pushes you forward? Repentance pushes you forward. Repentance. Let's get into that. So repentance brings breakthrough. Yeah, we just read that. A healed hearing, positioning, knowledge and awareness, a level of discernment for you about you. Okay. So um listen, so exposure things have to be exposed those things those hidden things the things that um there are some things that are hidden and some things that we hide that we cover up it's kind of funny because we think god don't see we think he don't know pressure weight life these things it doesn't mean withdraw it means lean into them here's why because we want to come into an agreement with god so thank you lord for allowing me to see where the devil had a foothold in my life in this situation. Thank you for allowing me to see beyond the surface. Thank you for exposing my cracks. Now, when God exposes something, he's so kind, he's so sweet. Even if it's something that is exposed publicly or something that is uncovered, you can go to your father and repent and be healed and he will pour in new wine he will pour in the oil he will give you an abundance of grace god is not man so number one was repentance what will push us forward repentance number two healed hearing so what's blocking your hearing that you cannot receive the push forward. Here's some things that blocks our hearing. Unbelief, doubt, lack of faith. We all have faith. We all have faith. He's given us all a measure of faith. Believing lies. Believing what God did not say about you. Believing what he didn't say about you over what he has said about you. I don't care if you feel you can't do what he's asking you to do. I don't care if you feel somebody else is more qualified. He didn't say that. He didn't say that, Gideon. He didn't say that, Joshua. He didn't say that. He chose you. He said, this is what I, I need you to do. Unbelief, doubt, our family history, unhealed hearing. We can have areas of pride where we don't even know that, the, that it's pride. We, have, we can have so much self righteousness that we won't even call some things that are pride or even study these words so that we can be sure that we are out of the enemy's camp in them that we can really study self-righteousness and study pride and 
and really study it and allow illumination to come forth, allow our face to shine when the definition comes and you find yourself in it. Be like your face is shining bright and smiling back at you. <laughs> okay, so that's number two, unhealed hearing. Number one was a lack of repentance, these things that could keep us um, from push, being pushed forward. So number three, um, a lack of obedience. Obedience, obey God quickly. I don't care if somebody's um, name came up. Just as simple as that. You thought about somebody, call them. You thought about somebody, text them. You thought about somebody, pray for them. Obey God quickly. Sometimes we don't think God is talking to us. He talks in so many ways. Our communication, we're used to verbal. That's our first go-to for communication. So we think that God's first go-to is verbal. Obey God quickly. God always has a plan to redeem, to fix, to make right. Obey his word, not just quoting scripture. A lack of obedience can, can, can keep you from being pushed forward. Not just quoting scriptures. We can read, we've rehearsed, we could sing scriptures, we could say scriptures. People can ask us a question. We'll give them a scripture. Living nothing from it because you have memorized it. And we can speak what I've heard is called Christianese. We can speak Christianese real good. Are you living the scriptures you quote? Is your face jumping out of that scripture? Your obedience will testify for you. Your obedience to God will testify for you if you are living the scriptures that you quote. Number four, and lastly, a lack of forgiveness. Ah, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. This is a game changer. It's a game changer. When you operate in forgiveness, you literally, you know the word back in the day, we used to be like smush. I'm going to smush you in your face. You literally smush the devil in his face when you walk in true forgiveness. I had to learn to walk in true forgiveness. I couldn't tiptoe in it. I couldn't have one foot in it. I couldn't, um, I couldn't dip and dab. I couldn't do a partial thing. I couldn't do something I thought was like a great deed and then turn around and say, oh, God, how was that? How was that? I don't know. My heart is still black over there. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Forgiveness is a game changer for yourself. Some of us is like, yeah, no, you know what? I don't have anybody. I haven't forgiven. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm good here. I'm good there. But have you forgiven yourself? Are you out of that place of regret when you have repented? I don't care what it was. I don't care what you did. I don't care what you did. Have you forgiven yourself? Or are you operating wounded? Are you operating wounded? Are you showing up? Wherever, if you're showing up, if you're if you're um, if you're if you're helping the widow, if you're seeing about uh, the widow, if you're seeing about the fatherless, if you're seeing about the homeless, the hungry, are you showing up on your own stretcher with your own IV, one leg down, pushing yourself on your own gurney? Are you showing up, and you're able to only use one arm because the other arm got an IV in it? 
you haven't forgiven yourself? Are you um, on that gurney bringing yourself into where whatever ministry you go to, wherever you serve, wherever you go to get your tank full? Are you showing up on your own gurney teaching? Are you showing up on your own gurney uh, evangelizing? Are you showing up on your own gurney in praise and worship? Are you showing up on your own gurney preaching? Are you showing up on your own gurney as an apostle, as any of the fivefold ministry? Are you showing up on your own gurney prophesying? Forgiveness. Forgiving what you cannot forget. Going beyond just doing good deeds for your offenders. Mm-hmm. Lord gave me, I'm just pondering, Lord, what can I say to people? He gave me a post that I posted yesterday because when I was in prayer, I found myself and the Holy Spirit allowed me to take note of the words that I was saying. He allowed me to hear myself pray. When I was praying for certain offenders, he said, now your prayer is genuine. Now these prayers, I want to show you what your prayers have done. And I want to show you this journey that you have been on. And when I was in the thick of a journey, I could never, ever think that I would be in this part of the journey of my life, in the place that I am, when it comes to offenders, where you have no regrets, where your delight is their blessing, where you delight in God for not for not hearing my prayer, because I, I called Michael on a whole bunch of folks. <laughs> Michael. Look, listen, I could call on angels and I'm calling on Michael. I am not calling on Gabriel for you. (laughs) I'm calling on Michael. I'm glad God did not allow Michael to come for my offender. I'm glad that my angel was just rubbing my back, interceding, you know, from the Holy Spirit, intercede for her right now, right now. Just rubbing, rubbing, you know, that good old circle soft rub. No, she's gonna be all right. No, 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 no. She doesn't mean that. She doesn't want Michael to come. She doesn't. No, 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 no. It's okay. She's gonna be okay. I was not calling Gabriel for folk. I was calling Michael. And through the process of me, through the process of my breaking, molding, making, through the process of the potter's hand, through the process of years of, there's been many, I've had many, many sliding down the wall days and masking myself and and, and, and hiding and shrinking back and, and not showing up because of pain, because of my lack of understanding of the blessing of pain. Yesterday, Dion said something so powerful that is just with me, like, 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 like I need to print this out, respect the pain. And when you respect that pain, oh my God, oh my God, the blooming, the blossoming, the push, the thrust, the thrust. If you can see that, it's like, it's like having a slingshot in your back and your back arches 
forward, like your stomach pokes out, your head goes back, your arms go back, your legs go back. See yourself, see the Holy Spirit pushing you like that, pushing you when we are in a repentant, godly repentance, when we have healed hearing, when we are operating in obedience and forgiveness. Can you see yourself pushing, being pushed forward, thrust forward, and landing like, like, like Simone Biles, just, just coming down on two feet, bam, and freezing and looking up and saying, yeah, it's going to be all right. So, all right, my good people. I pray that something, somewhere, something rested with you today. I know something rested with someone. And um, I thank God for you. I thank God again for, and I don't take it lightly coming before his people. And I honor him for you. So I thank God for you all. Um, so let us move. That is the end of the uh, declaration. So let us move into love, life, and victory. And I want to open up for those who have not, who were not able to jump on earlier and um, say good morning. And I say good morning, good godly morning to you. So um, the floor is open. Good morning to those that have not. Please tune in. Good, good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. How is everybody this morning? Thank you so much good morning, for Amen. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good morning, it's Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning, it's Kenya. Hey, good morning, Kenya. Hey, Angela, girl, it's Dee Dee. Hey, Dee Dee, good morning. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Hello, good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, it's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, it's Patsy. Said Patsy? Yes. Good morning, Patsy. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I heard two people. I didn't hear the name. Good morning to the both of you. <laughs> Good morning, my sisters. <laughs> Good morning is persistent. Good morning, persistent. Hi. Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. This is Angela. Good morning, Angela. Hey, it's Angela. You got a beautiful name. You do as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Jubilee and Juliet. Good morning, Jubilee and Juliet. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, family. It's Moni. Good morning, Moni. Hey, Moni. I love you. I hey, love you too. <laughs> Hey, Angela, it's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Okay, so if there's no one else to say good morning, um, 
I wanted to just um, um, let's go into Love, Life, and Victory, and um, let's chat. Um, is there anything um, that someone has a um, would like to just chime in on? Would like to um, add to? Would like to discuss? Would like to share? Hi, this is Elle. You know what? You're um, very faint. You could. Sounds like, are you maybe you're in your car? Sounds like you're behind. I'm in my car. Okay. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I was called out spiritually on when you were talking about how I. When I'm going through a tough time, I have a habit of calling everybody else um, and venting was one, um, and having everyone else rescue me whenever I'm in trouble. I go in a bout of depression afterwards, and I have been living in regret in a lot of decisions I've made. And instead of going and repenting, I am just venting and not going to my father and just talking to him about everything I'm going through. I'm busy telling the world of what's going on instead of just going to him. That is one of the things I just got called out on that I know he's been working on me on it. Um, he's brought it up several times. It's, I've, I don't Sometimes I know we're supposed to call out for help when we we need it, but I know sometimes we're supposed to go straight to him and have him fix it. So that is one thing that I got called out on while you were talking. Well, amen, amen. Um, yeah, you're not alone. Um, we've all, most of us, if we would admit, we've all been there. But one thing I had to do when I would do that, I had to take a look at, um, like, why did I do that? Was I used to doing that? Did I feel like, um, you know, that God was, you know, just this taskmaster, like, if I go to him, either he's not going to ask or he's going to pound me on my head. I really was in a fearful place because of my um, family dynamics. Like, I got in trouble, like, for everything. Nothing was passed by. There was no chance for things. So I took that relationship um, that was my household um, to God. And I would, I saw God like that. Because I, I used to do exactly what you just described. And then I had to take a look. Oh, wait a minute. This is, this is how I grew up. And God is not like that. And it was just that simple, just that sweet. And I had to see that he was the one that was going to give me multiple chances, the one that was going to fix it and bless me. He was the one that was going to say, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that to me. And here's how to fix it. Or here's how it's going to be fixed. And um Baby girl, you may not like it, but you know what? It's going to produce this in you. And I need this to be produced in you because this is what I need you to do with what's produced in you. So 
Um, and it took me a minute. It took me a minute to just settle in it. And he's so sweet and he's so kind. And, and, and when you said that he's been dealing with you um, in that, that's his gentleness and his kindness and love for you. And um, that right there, you said called out on it. Hey, he's like, look, I'm ready to push you. Now, you baby girl, you about to get that good old push, that good old launch. Just, just stay the course. Stay the course. Dion always say, trust the process. Trust the process. Thank you so very much for sharing. You helped a lot okay. of people that maybe didn't speak up. <laughs> hey, sis. Yes. This baby and to Elsie. She, you're, you're so right when you say she's not alone. Because, honey, let me tell you. Um, instead of going to him, I think sometimes because we are, you're human. So when something's going on, of course, you want to get on the phone or text somebody and share what's going on and pray, 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 pray. But what I've learned, sometimes it's best to say less. That's why he gave us one mouth and two ears, because when you start sharing with all these people what's going on, you get a whole bunch of confusion because people have their opinions and their, you know, advice, and then you're confused. So I've had to learn to really take it to God, no matter what, even sometimes it's small stuff, because he's the only answer, you know, because everybody has their own opinion, no matter 10 people on this call, a situation, everybody going to tell you something different. So that's, that helped me. And then let me tell you something, sis, I had to drop the mop. <laughs> I'm at the preschool mopping. And when you said folks be showing up with their own, their own gurney. Oh my God, we are so wounded, but we worship and wounded. We in the pulpit, we teaching, we going from class to class. That's why I don't go, I stop, like, I get on calls, but I don't get on every call, I don't follow every ministry. I'm careful because I have to heal some places, right? Because when you continue to just go from place to place, like you said, you got your IV, got your oxygen tank, just on your gurney and your wounds that get healed and, and accept God's forgiveness because that's why he gave his only son. We hold on yes. to stuff that he's already forgiven us for. So your message this morning, as, as you always, just speaks volumes. So I love you and thank you for reminding me. I'm off my gurney today. I'm, I'm just going okay. to go ahead and go to triage, but I ain't going to get on that gurney. <laughs> oh, praise God. Love you. Love you. Yes. Yes. Man. Yeah. That's that was good, yeah. Um, I know something else I was just thinking I was about to say. I totally forgot to this sister that just chimed in. Oh, is there I knew what you just said. And then I'll, it'll it'll come back to me. But sis, I pray that you were blessed. Oh, oh, this was this is what I was gonna say. And you know what would happen to me? What started happening to me when I would go to people? He would have them to say nothing. He would shut them down. Mm. I'd be looking mm -hmm. for some type of answer. And they would be like, mm. And I started to notice that. I was like, mm, okay, you are shutting people down to where, you know what? She she not listening. So I'm just going to tell everybody, you know, just don't say nothing. So, so yes, sis, you're not alone. But God, is, he's good. He's good. Amen. Thank you so much for chiming in. Thank you both. Is there anyone else? Um, good morning. This is Angela. Um, this is my first morning. time on the call in a long time. Good morning. Oh, hi. Uh, well, welcome back. Thank you. It's totally God. Um, this place that God had me in 
it's just uh, he and I, him and I, me time. Had a couple of deaths this year, um, but God's still good. But this place that I'm in with him is a beautiful place because I'm usually the one that everybody goes to. And um, not to be rude, but God is so awesome. He's pulled me back from a lot of my um, divine connections. And some connections, uh, for example, and I won't be long, I had a friend that we were friends for, oh, my gosh, I'm 52. We were seven years old, second grade, like 45 years. Um, mm-hmm. The friendship is not where it was. Um, we're cordial. Uh, we talk every day, all day, three, four times a day. Now we may talk twice a month. But again, when we do talk, we're cordial. But what I'm learning with God, this place with him, is like I know God's voice. And when he speaks to me, it's so clear, but I used to want to get, like, confirmation from somebody else. But now, and it's okay to get confirmation, and I do get that, but now if he speaks to me and I don't get confirmation, it's so beautiful because I know that when God, the Holy Spirit, speaks to me that his voice is real and a stranger that I won't follow. I know his voice, but the enemy would sometimes want to challenge me when God would tell me something, especially if it didn't come to pass real quick because I'm a dreamer, I'm a seer. And usually if it don't happen within the time frame that I think it should happen, I would sometimes question. But now this place that God has me in, just he and I, a beautiful place, like people that I would talk to normally all the time, um, he kind of scales me back. And I used to be so, um, because I'm a, such a people's person, and I used to live, love to be there for people, but now it's like I'm there for me. He's there for me. Mm-hmm. I'm taking this me time to yeah. to pour back into Angela. And it's okay. I didn't feel guilty, but it was a little difficult because I was so used to talking to certain people, praying with them every day, and um, mm-hmm. just, you know, just telling our stories and just talking about how good God is. But this place he has me in now, he's pulled and scaled me back from certain from certain things and certain people, if it makes sense, because it was starting to be a whole lot for me, a whole lot. So it was like, okay, so when I get off the phone, I'm so, I'm so tired and so consumed with other people's stuff. How am I going to be productive for Angela? So it's a beautiful place, but um, I'm thankful and I'm grateful um, to God be all the glory. But um, I just want everybody to know, you know, sometimes he'll change us different. And some people are seasonal. In every in every different level and and blessing of and levels of faith that he walks us into, I'm learning and I'm comfortable in knowing everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. So the things that he tells me now, a lot of the dreams, even even my mate, is certain things that I cannot share because people have good intentions, but um, sometimes God wants us to hold and <laughs> just not share. It makes sense because what I'm learning, and this is my own personal experience, everybody's not happy for Angela, point blank, period. It's just the truth. It is what it is. So I just want to share that when you go on journeys like that, it's totally okay for it to just be you and the Lord for whatever time he chooses. God bless you all. Yeah.
Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Thank you, because oh, I know so many of us, we pour into to people on a consistent basis and the Lord will, you will pull us back, you know. Um, thank you, thank you, Angela, and welcome back. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to share or have any comments or questions about the um, declaration? Good morning. Mm -hmm. This is kind to just want to say thank you so much for your share. I really enjoyed um, your declaration, Sister Angela, and I hope that you have a blessed day. Oh, thank you. God bless you. To God be the glory. Um, appreciate you. I'm sorry, I missed your name. I think I, I have an echo. Kind Kim. Kind Kim? Yes, ma'am. Oh, beautiful. I got it right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And you, you have a blessed day also. Thank you, beautiful. Hey, Angela, for sure. I appreciate um, great declaration, first and foremost. Um, but I love how you just um, broke down repentance and how we have to understand. Sometimes when we say, you know, personally, we'd be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. You throw our hands up. And, you know, it's just like, okay, you know, hi. But then when we make a confession unto the Lord, um, it's true repentance. It's a, um, it's a heart of um, being sincere to who we offended because we offended him. Um, and we may have done something to somebody or something, but the true repentance when you're sincere in your relationship with him, we realize that we um, offend him. So thank you for breaking that down because a lot of times we just walk past repentance like it's just, you know, a dusty something on the shelf, but it is not so. Mm -hmm. So thank you for breaking it down and just making it plain. It's not uh, 360 degrees, it's 180. It's walking away, not turning back into a complete circle. So God bless you, sister. Love you. Oh, God bless you. Love you too. Yes, and praise God. Um, and because it's so good for us, and that's why I wanted to read it in the Passion Translation. It's like, it's like, do do we like? It makes you want to repent. <laughs> it makes you want to repent. It's just like you know, uh, wow, I get to be free of this. Wow, you mean I don't have to have any regrets because true repentance it lifts the regret because the regrets is of the enemy. So um, it yeah, definitely yeah, love it. a feeling of freedom, though, even in yes. the midst of your confession and saying it, it's like I just really relieved something that was just so heavy. You, you can't see it, but you can just feel it being lifted, that confession, that outward, um, you know, uh, declaration of I know I did it. You can't hold it against me. And I repent and I'm on my way. Girl, I'm done with that. And I'm moving on. So, yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. 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 Good morning. Hi, Angela. This is Catherine. Hi. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. Um. Well, uh, you said a lot, and um, just wanted to uh testify about uh something that happened with me uh with uh repenting, you know, and um, uh, I have a a a wise um elder that um I'm in ministry with and. You know, I have been to her a, a couple of things, well, you know, enough things because it was heavy on my heart. 
But I love the fact how um, when you said it was just a lot of things that you said that um, reminded me and others said that reminded me how like the shutting of the mouth, how people will, 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 will not say anything. God will have it where they won't say anything. But she had, she would never say anything. She would just let me talk. And then she, one, one day we was in uh, ministry. She said, Catherine, she said, um, just go to him and to my husband. She said, have you ever um, asked him to forgive you? I said, you know what? No, not really, you know. And um, I remember going to him. And I when I, but I didn't go to I didn't go to God and ask God to leave me. I just trying to rush and go to Him. And mm-hmm. um, in that, when I went to say forgive me, my heart was so heavy, I couldn't say it. So I went back and I was crying. I cried. I said, you know what? That's a trip. You said ask Him to forgive you. I said, but when I did. It wouldn't come out. So she said nothing. So it led me to bing, go to God. I was I was hurt that it didn't come out. And I remember going to God and crying, like, Lord, please help me say it. Oh my God, I didn't know my heart was that heavy, you know, on just being um mean and you know, or or, or in yeah, denial. Yeah. I'm going to say mm-hmm. in denial. And um, I remember crying to God and going back. And I, I waited to a good opportunity, and me and my husband were talking, and I said, Bella, please forgive me. Because it, it was in the heat of an argument, I remember. And I just, and the live not just on me that I seen on him. Mm-hmm. That feeling that I got, oh my God, it just was so beautiful. I cried. I went in the bathroom and I started wow. crying and thanking God, you know, for helping me and, uh, you know, guiding me into doing that because, you know, growing up, if somebody did something to me, you know, I, I thought to do it back, you know what I'm saying? Or if somebody right, said right. something I didn't like, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. my husband speak a lot of truth, you know, and I wasn't in acceptance of what he was saying, so I was holding it against him, and I would say, you know, harmful stuff. And I said, Lord, have mercy. And then, you know, with the family of us all together was just like, beating them down with a lot of different stuff. And I was like, this man is still here? Wow. Oh, my God. You know, and I'm just wow. so grateful and thankful yeah. that the courage that God had put on me to do it. But the, I love the way he um, navigate. you know, like going to others. It didn't work. Mouth closed, you know, um, Come to him, you know, go to him in prayer. And I did, and ever since then, it's been easier for me to see where I'm wrong at, easier for me to 
go to God when I do still do wrong. You know, it's just been easy, and I'm just so grateful, you know, of the shut mouths and, yeah. and things like that because you do be used to bidding and telling people and this and that, you know, and this just one jewel God had blessed me with, had blessed me with, you know, she kept her mouth closed. And, and it was able like, did I say something wrong? Did I go wrong? And then it makes you, you know, look to the Lord. And he will guide you. All righteousness. And I'm grateful. I'm so thankful, you know, yes. for him. I mean, he's still, you know, working on me with, uh, it's been easier. He's been showing me people and things that I did that I need to go forth and ask for forgiveness, you know. I mean, so much, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's so much, but it's been a blessing for my spirit. And what I see too as well, it'd be a blessing to them. So I'm so grateful of that, you know, to be set free in, in that when I notice, you know, things that I need to ask for forgiveness for or, you know, go to others that I may have harmed, you know, years ago mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. ask for forgiveness. So thanks for your share this morning. Uh, I was hearing it in and out because I was on the freeway, but I heard that part for sure. <laughs> I heard I'm that back. part. I'm going back to this one. I'm going back. Thank yeah, you so yeah, that's it. No, oh, praise God. No, thank you. Thank you for, for sharing. Like I said, when we share and share our personal stories, you know, someone on this line is being blessed. Someone is saying, hey, I deal with that too. Oh, my goodness. You know, good. I'm so glad she said that. You know, even though we know we are not alone, but to hear um, someone else that has um, experienced something that we may be struggling with and can get, um, you know, the testimony of victory. Just, yeah, just thank you. Thank you for um, for sharing. And yes, um, let's just say, amen. Um, is there anyone else? It is 7.25. Amen. This is Toyer. And I just wanted hey, to, um, good morning. I just wanted to say to Catherine, I'm 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 proud of her. Um, knowing her for many years, um, the words wow. that she just spoke, I am so proud. I'm so happy that God has received her. I'm so glad that God has allowed her to repent to him so that he may heal her from the wicked ways of the world that tried to entrap her. I am so proud to hear God working in the people mm -hmm. that I knew and I grew up around and I know we ran in the same type of circles, did some of the same type of things. So it just it it, it warms my heart and 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 I and and God will heal you if you repent. Some of us feel bad. It's very important that she said that because there's some things that a lot of us had did in the world that are very wicked. And we feel like we can't go back to God because we hold all that wickedness. But if you repent to God for the things, stop holding them in. Forgive yourself so that God will forgive you. He will give it to you. He will forgive you. He yes. will receive your repentance. And I just thank God. And I'm so, so happy. And I'm so proud of you. Mm. Oh, praise God. Praise God. God. Praise, Praise God. God. Thank you. Thank God. God is good. Holy. Praise God. Yes, he is. You know, acceptance he is, is, good. is well for the soul. He is good. God bless you both. Thank you so very much for, see, see what I'm saying? Um, our testimonies, our shares, 
are needed, are very, very needed. My God, thank you so much for sharing that. That's, that's some that's some good takeaway. <laughs> Real good takeaway. See? Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, it is seven, just about 7.30, and I will... I'm going to close it out so I can prepare myself for work. And I'm sure some of you all have to also, and probably already at work. But um, thank God for you all. Thank God for the declaration. Thank God for the shares. And we all have something that we can take away and we can rejoice with each other as we um, allow God to do these wonderful, wonderful healing things in our lives as just was um, shared um, by our sisters. So. We just thank God for you all, um, declare victory. We will see you all tomorrow, uh, same time, same line. God bless you. Be a blessing to someone today. Send someone a text. Just tell someone that you love them. Give someone a compliment today and be about God's business. God bless you all, family. I love you, love you, love you. Have a wonderfully, wonderfully blessed day and take care. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a blessed day. I love you, Declare Victory family. Have a blessed day. I love you. I love you too, girlfriend, and have a super dope day. I just love you so much. All right, till tomorrow. Okay.